there, it's me, EJ Hearns, and welcome to EJ's Book Review, the podcast where I'll tell you all about my favourite books. So get ready to turn the page and discover your next magical adventure. Hi EJ. Hi Daddy. Are you ready for episode three of EJ's Book Review? Yeah. Yeah, okay, so is it going to be a fun one or not? What's it going to be about? Magic. What kind of magic? It's about a boy with nine lives. A boy with nine lives. Okay, well, before we get into the book, what have you been up to? Well, I made apple jam at school. Apple jam? And how did you make the jam? Well, it is quite a long recipe. So you need to cut up the apple into small bits. Then you weigh it out and put it in the pot, and which you add some sugar in. I forgot how much. And then a squeeze of lemon. And then... You have um, put it on the pan to boil, and then and you mix it, and then at the end you have a dash of a sprinkle of cinnamon. And was it your first time making jam? I don't think so. No. And how did it taste? Did it come out well? Yeah. Yeah, but what did you say when you took the lid off? It stinks. Did it actually stink? Yeah. So not very successful jam then. Well, my evaluation was. Um, it was okay. It could have been better. Right then. Tell us about the book we're going to review today. Well, this is called The Lives of Christopher Chant. And who's it by? Diana Wine Jones. Diana Wynne Jones. Wynne. Diana Wynne Jones. Okay. And um, what about the illustrator? Does it have an illustrator? Well, um, I think so. At the beginning of each chapter, but I'm not sure who. But I'm not sure who it is. It doesn't say who the illustrator is, is it? And but what are the what what are the illustrations like? Well, it's like quite old fashioned, like old fashioned, like something. The key thing that's going to happen in this chapter. So the illustration tells people what's about to happen in the chapter, right? Yeah. Okay. Why don't you read us the blurb? When Christopher Chance learns that he has nine lives and is destined to be the next Crestomancy, he is not very pleased. He'd much rather play, play cricket and explore his secret dream worlds, full of strange treasures, magical creatures and exotic temples, when an evil smuggler known as the Wraith threatens the way of worlds. Christopher is forced to take action, but having nine lives is one thing. Keeping them is harder. What do you think it's like having nine lives? Uh, well, so basically you die. You die. When you want to, you lose one of your life, and then your other life takes over, and you wake up as if you're born, but you're still the same age. So it's like waking up from when you're sleeping. Okay. Do you think you would like to have nine lives? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What would you do if you had nine lives? I don't know. I'd probably try not to lose them that much. Tell us about the characters in the book. Well, there's this main character, as it said in the blurb, Christopher Chant. And there's... What's he like? He's he's very rude. What does he say? Rude stuff. He says rude stuff. Okay, so so the main people ca- he doesn't like. So the main character is very rude. And who else is in the book? There's his uncle, Ralph. Anybody else? Well, there's his mama, his papa. Okay, and are the characters interesting? Huh? Are the characters interesting? Yeah, and there's lot more, lots more characters, but I'm not, 
going to have time to say all of them. Okay, so what's the story about? It's when he goes spirit travelling. What's that? When he goes... Uh, when he goes to sleep, and then he wakes up in another world, in his dream, and he brings back stuff. Okay, and what happens in the story? Well, he go a whole bunch of stuff happens. He goes to school, plays cricket, loses a bunch of his lives. Then he goes to the Crestomancy castle where Gabriel D. Witt, who is the now Crestomancy, who's the Crestomancy when he was little, um, trains him and becomes his legal guardian. So what do you like about the book? I like the way that... Um, he, Christopher Chant, um, gets a cat from the temple and become, and is really vicious, but then he comes friends with him. The cat's called Throgmorton. And are you sure you don't just like the book because it's got a cat in it? No. You actually like the book? Yeah. <laughs> and is this, like, have you read any other books like this, or is it unique? I've read some other books like this because he's written loads of other books like How's Moving Castle and... Howl's Moving Castle is a famous book, isn't it? Yeah, Howl's Moving Castle. Okay, why don't you read us an extract from the story? Okay. Christopher was called to Mama's dressing room that afternoon. There was a new governess sitting on the only hard chair, wearing the usual sort of ugly greyish clothes and a hat that was uglier than usual. Her drab cotton gloves were folded on her dull bag and her head hung down as if she were timid or put on or both. Christopher found her of no interest. All the interest in the room was centred on the man standing behind Mama's chair with his hand on Mama's shoulder. Christopher, this is my brother, Mama said happily. Your Uncle Ralph. Mama pronounced it as Rafe. It was more than a year before Christopher discovered it was the name he read as Ralph. Uncle Ralph took his fancy completely. To begin with, he was smoking a cigar. The scents of the dressing room were changed and mixed with the rich incense-like smoke. And Mama was not protesting, but even so much as sniffing. That alone was enough to show that Uncle Ralph was in a class by himself. Then he was wearing tweeds, strong and tangy and almost fox-coloured, which were... A little baggy here and there, but blended beautifully with the darks of darker foxiness of Uncle Ralph's hair and the redding and the redder foxiness of his moustache. Christopher did sold, had seldom seen a man in tweeds or without whiskers. This did even more to assure him that Uncle Ralph was someone special. As a final touch, Uncle Ralph smiled at him like the, like sunlight on an autumn's forest. It was such an engaging smile that Christopher's face broke into a return smile of its own accord. Smiling on someone like sunlight on an autumn forest, what kind of smile do you think that is? Uh, like a really friendly smile. A really friendly smile. Okay, so it sounds quite old-fashioned, this book, doesn't it? Yeah. And, and you said that the, the, the illustrations are like that as well. Do they, do they seem old-fashioned to you? Yeah. It's a bit like... Like, for example, in this one, there's Uncle Ralph smiling down at Christopher um, and there's smoke around him from his cigar. So you can, it really helps you to visualise the story. Yeah. Is there anything you didn't like in the book? I didn't like the way that... Um, I didn't like the way that Uncle Ralph turned out to be a bad guy. 
Uncle Ralph turns out to be a bad guy. Okay, I hope you haven't just spoiled the story for everybody. No, there's a whole bunch of stuff that happened. Okay, and so what other children do you think would like this? What age do you think this book is good for? I think it's for... Because it doesn't have much pictures. Um, uh, so it's like about seven up. Seven up. You have to be able to read quite a lot already, don't you? Because yeah. there's not so many pictures. Okay, so it's time to judge the book. So, EJ, how would you judge... This book, out of ten, The Lives of Christopher Chance. Ten out of ten. Another ten out of ten? Yeah. Are you ever going to do a book that's not ten out of ten? You asked me that last time. And the answer is? I'm reviewing good books, so probably not. I don't want to let the author down. <laughs> you don't want to let the author down. Yeah, that's a good idea. All right, then, so it's time for your tip of the week. So for children out there who enjoy reading, what's one tip that you can give them? Uh, well, um, the tip of the week is that try different kinds of books for example like like comics um this kind of book which has no picture book only the chapters and i also like um and i also like the mm, you know when people say i instead of he so first she. person yeah first person so you read so you should read books in the first person and the third person What's third person again? Third person is he and she. Yeah. And I like comics as well, where it doesn't say he or she, but it just speak, shows the pictures and speaking them out. And why is it good to read different types of books? So you get used to what books are actually like and things. Okay. Well, thanks for that book review, EJ. So now it's time to say goodbye. Bye-bye, guys, and see you next time. Thanks for listening to today's episode and don't forget to come back next time for a brand new adventure. And remember, keep reading!